it's bad enough you've died. <laughs> you should be really guilty. You know? So it's that, that sense of being yourself doesn't really, it's identified with the body for its own agenda. It, in a lot of cases, it doesn't like the body because the body limits its affairs. Yeah? It seems constrained by the body's limitations. I had a good experience of this when I was young. I was getting ready, me and my friend, we were going to go to, to Manhattan to go see Rod Stewart, you know, give a Rod Stewart uh, concert. And we had all dropped acid, you know, like I had like two, two tabs or something. And I also, because I was selling stuff, and I had a lot of downs, and my head was telling me, oh, let's take seven downs or something, you know what I mean? Which could probably kill me as a body. And then it made it very clear, even when at that stage, that I thought the biggest instinct was self-preservation, but the self doesn't seem to want to preserve the body at all, so obviously it doesn't really believe it's a body. Yeah? Or it wouldn't be saying, I'll take, let's take eight downers on two hits. And I ended up taking a little, and I nodded out when we got there. I never saw Rod Stewart. The first song, Maggie May or something, I was out, lolly, you know, lolling my head on someone, and then they had to wake me up. Oh, it was great. <laughs> I could say I went, but basically I didn't hear one song. You know? but, so this idea of self-preservation, you would assume that if the head, the yapping, thought it was the body, it would actually want to preserve the body. But look, look at what happens. Yeah, it basically uses the body for its own transportation. Doesn't like, it's like someone who thinks they should be in a Lamborghini instead of a Pinto. It's not very happy with the Pinto, but it's the only thing you can use to get to where it wants to go. But it's not happy being a Pinto, you know? So, so this idea of self-knowledge avails you nothing, yet knowledge of self can be incredibly valuable. I believe implies that because self represents this movement of claiming, really, so any knowledge claimed by self won't really lead you to the bond freedom from self. Yeah? It will just be what exactly was demonstrated on this call today. It will be make it even worse. You'll be more pretzeled up than ever because now you're thinking, well, if there's no choice and there's no person, why do I have to blah, 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 go to this, go to that? But the body and the brain, the brain's part of the body. And the brain is producing the sense of self. Yeah? The brain's producing the sense of self. Yet, the sense of self doesn't believe it has the qualities or, let's say, the disadvantages that are happening on that body, like, let's say, alcoholism. Yeah? And so it believes if it gets some knowledge, it can be removed from the effects without doing anything. It's, it's lovely, magical thinking all the time. Yet, so people say, they hear this message and it says, does this mean I have to do the steps? I say, yes, because the steps aren't for this message. This message illuminates everything, but it's not a path to illumination. Right now, the big, you have a big bushel over the light, which is this identification as the body, and the body is alcoholism, and that's why you have all this knowledge, yet you're sitting in front, you know, you just got out of jail. Yeah? There's, there's a disconnect there. Something's not clear. So it's like at that point you want to go, hey, my house is on fire. Hey, where's the nearest source of water? 
You know what I mean? And, oh, there, there's no choice in any matter. Well, I'd say, listen, the body and the brain, the brain thinks it has a choice, you better do the next right thing. Yeah? So act as if you have a choice, because that's all it is, is acting. But you better act. Why try to act like you don't have a choice? Because that's also acting. There's not a clarity. There's no clarity there. You believe it's just that you're just trying to apply it to get out of choice. You want to use non-choice as another choice, not to do what you don't want to choose to do, let's say. You know what I mean? It gets really, it gets sticky, you know? It really does. And it also gets, the conversations go longer. It's, there's, no, there's no direct message. It goes on and on. Because it's, it's, it's gooey. It's just a gooey thing. Because it's like in The Course in Miracles, if you've ever heard of it or not, they talk about level confusions. So mind is manifesting here, and it's manifesting in a lot of levels. So there's the body-brain level, where there are going to be certain uh, limitations, like some great masters died of cancer, throat cancer. Yeah. So their great mastery, which maybe wouldn't, couldn't be questioned, but some people who saw them screaming because they were in incredible pain from cancer thought that disqualified them from being a master. It was just the body, brain, yes, doing it. It had nothing to do with what they are. That was the good news for them. Yeah? But what, what it is goes on. The action figure acts. Things happen. Yeah? It gets ill. It does this. Things don't go its way because it constructs a way. So, so this, it's not like a merging of the action figure with the spirit. So now the action figure acts like you think a spirit would act if the action figure was awake to being a spirit. It doesn't play that game. It's sort of like the spirit is like a light that illuminates everything. Yeah. The body has, is here to express limitation. That's what happens. You can see that because you're in time, seemingly, and your time's going to end. And even that, the mental state doesn't want to accept. It wants to think, well, I know I'm going to die, but I'm not going to die. I'm like an eternal something. Well, an eternal something doesn't yap as much as that yaps, I'm telling you. <laughs> an eternal something has the language of silence because everything's already been said before. It doesn't go over and over and over and over and over over past and future days. It's, it's just, it's absent of that. You know what I mean? So, that yapa isn't going to, you know, as soon as it, first of all, it's usually going to come to the fact that it's, that it's going out while it's going out. There'll be no turning back. Just like when I've gotten hurt in, the, in life, I didn't see it coming until it happens. Yeah, well, the end of the body, the selfing is not going to see it coming. And then it's going to be like, Hal, you ever see that movie 2001? When they turn, they turn Hal off and Hal's going, <laughs> it doesn't understand the plug's been pulled and it's talking uh, uh, oh, 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 oh. and then the light goes out that's it that's what selfing's like selfing is totally dependent on the body uh, event yeah, because it's part of the body the brain yeah. the brain's producing a sense of self yeah. it's sort of like an organizing principle to make sense of something it can't make sense of Literally. We cannot make sense of what's going on here. So most of what the apparatus is doing is minimizing what we pick up of 
what's going on. We see a very small spectrum of light. We hear a very small spectrum of sound. Yeah, mostly all the data that comes in gets selectively gone over, and you get maybe 5 or 8% of it that will support the story that the self is, is putting out, basically. So it's like, like a horse that's running a race has those blinders on. Now, the blindness, if it was put on when before the horse woke up, it probably wouldn't even know it was there. So everything it sees is, is directed by this. Yeah? It doesn't see out this way. It's seeing, and a lot of the seeing is blocked. So instead of getting the whole pie, you're getting like a slice of the pie. And the mental state interprets that yeah? to reinforce and to fortify the story of being a separate, long-lasting, independent entity. Yeah. Yet, without the entity's limitations, like, I'm never going to die, I'm eternal. The thing that's saying that is not so. Yeah? There's no language in eternity. There's no fucking yapping in eternity. There's not a yesterday in eternity, and there isn't a tomorrow in eternity. <laughs> There's no... <laughs> You're not getting closer to the end of eternity or farther from the beginning of eternity. None of that's going on. You, you can't find a reference point in everything, everywhere. Yeah? Because everywhere there's a flag would be everywhere. And if you take one, oh, this is everywhere, and move that flag to someone else, it would still be everywhere that you were trying to claim. Yeah? You're not going to override the fact. Just like all the thinking about yesterday and tomorrow never takes you out of where you are. Because there's no escape from what is. It's the only game in town. We have a mental game that says, oh, I'm, I'm so obsessed about tomorrow, it's as if I'm not here. But it's as if you're not here. You never get out. Yeah? There wouldn't be all of those shenanigans going on without this event, without the moment, or without that presence. So all your pasting and all your futuring is totally based and only happens at the present. Yeah. And every there that you make up that's going to be better than this present here, when you arrive at it, it's here. Every, I don't care how long it took you, or how much elevation it has, or how deep it is in the ocean. As soon as you get there, it's here. Because you're the reality. Yeah. Wherever you are, that's real. Yeah. And then from that reality, we give meaning to things to make it seem like this is real. That's why we have difficulty communicating. Because you think things are real that I don't think are real. And I think things are real that you don't think are real. And, you know, then we try in a very crude way to try to communicate. I have no idea how someone's seeing anything. Literally. The only way I can actually try to understand it is in my own frame. I can only bring the information that they share with me and refer back to the pre-organized information I have. There's no way I get anything fucking new. It's all well and good unless it's not well and good. So, knowing that there is no person isn't the event of no-thingness. Yeah. It's, it's, it's an interpretation in the event of no-thingness, but it, you're not hitting the mark. 
Yeah? Because when, just like if the person hears that it's a non-person, the only way it can hear it is as a person. Yeah? The programming is the first myth that goes up to catch whatever's thrown at us. The programming. Yeah? So I hear non-self, but I hear it as a self. And now it can get so tricky, the, now the self that heard it will try to become a non-self. But as a self. Yeah? Because everything that it tries to become is framed by what it thinks it already is. So it will, it will try to frame nothing with something. I'm going to have the experience of nothing as a something. <laughs> the experience of nothing is this nothing. So this, it can't be had by a something. But I'm going to fucking frame nothing and I'm going to get it. Oh man, I have so clear on nothingness right now. It's fucking unbelievable. <laughs> I have seen nothingness. Oh, have you? Oh, yes. Well, I don't think you can see nothingness. You know, because why? It has no qualities. <laughs> now, you can think you saw nothingness as a conceptual idea, easily, because the conceptual idea is a thing. It's made up in a brain, and it's now it replaces what it's meant to represent. So you can't get the real thing because it's not a thing, so you get the real concept, which is unreal. Yeah? So now, let's say you get the idea of enlightenment. The head, as a thing, enlightenment may be used to drive you as a thing crazy. Because now you have another measuring stick of how you're doing, or how you should be doing, and it's a huge ruler, the enlightenment. I mean, it's eternal, it's all there is, and you don't measure up. You haven't meditated enough, you haven't done enough Tai Chi postures, you haven't been good enough, you had enough service, you most definitely haven't purified enough, and therefore, somehow or another, this beautiful possibility of enlightenment is being used to drive you crazy. The idea of non-self is being used to drive the idea of self crazy. Because the self wants to become a non-self. But it wants everyone to notice. Don't you say, I'm a non-self. Hey, Paul, can I talk with you for a minute? Oh, yeah, I think I got it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yes, I'm a, I got it. Totally got it. Oh, yes, all right, so... You know, I usually walk away, and then they're, they're, they're upset with me, and they go to someone else who will buy the story, and, oh, yes, you got it. No one fucking gets it. There's nothing to get. There's never been anything to get, and it suddenly doesn't become something to get unless until you want to get it. Then it becomes something that you want to get, with you as the primary thing once again. So now you become enlightened. You become enlightened. Well, I would say enlightenment is the cessation of any idea of being a separate, long-lasting, independent, separate entity. But in this way, by conceptually, I can now get it and still stay intact as what I am. But I'll just be a better me. I'm now I'm a supreme. I am the ultimate best me because I can't go any farther than enlightened. I'm an enlightened Paul. That may last a couple of years, and then they're fucking drinking at the neighborhood bar, you know, or something. It goes off the rails, because you can't, it's, there's nothing, 
It's a, it's a negation of the idea of being a someone. It's not making a better self. It's recognizing there isn't one. Yeah. Now, does the appearance stop? The mental pro- process is going to still broadcast, project the image of you in everything that happens. You'll be still be seen as the thinker from that point of view. Or be actually, it's not even a seeing. You'll be still be seen as the thinker and the doer and the haver. And or, if it gets really subtle, you'll be the non-doer, the non-thinker, and the non-haver, but there'll still be you in there. It will still be in there, yeah? Because it can't imagine anything without itself. Now, people have tried to kill it, try to defeat it, try to, you know, just total fucking bury it, but really, the death of selfing is disinterest. You lose interest in it. You lose interest in all the blowing up of that imaginary mental doll called you. You just lose interest in it. To me, that's knowledge of self. As this one master says in Buddhism, and it's much longer, I'm just using a segment of what he said. He says, you know, the study Buddhism is to study the self, and the study the self is to forget the self. Why? You would imagine, wouldn't you want, after studying the self, it would lead to knowing the self? No. It leads, really, to forgetting the self, because you, if you study the self, you realize it's not you. That there is never a you that has been thought about. There's been a you, but not a you. You are not that which has been thought about. You are not that which has been thought about. There it works, that way. Because there's no next move on the dance floor. Everything stops. Like in recovery, we have a thing called the pause. This person who called me today was talking about some technique he learned. It sounded just like the pause of recovery, where there'll be a moment, something's happening, and instead of a knee-jerk reaction, the knee-jerk reaction will trigger, but there'll be space, and there won't be any movement towards any action, and you'll be in a pause. Why do you think that pause is? That's what we are. We're not in the pause. And therefore, when it seems like the pause isn't available, we tell the story that we're out of the pause. There is no you. All there is is the pause. And then there's action. Yeah, That's within the pause. There, it, the pause is not a respite to what's real. The pause is the reality. And what's appearing isn't so. So the pause is a recognition of your original face. It's not, it's still, it's still framed where I take a few seconds and then I remember that. No. How can you remember what's never been forgotten? You can remember something that comes and goes, but if it's always here, you'll never remember it. Just like the space, just like gravity. No one has a memory of gravity because it's pushing upon the body all freaking day. Every day. You know? The only way you would know gravity is by its absence. Then you would know it. If you went into an anti gravity chamber, you would not have to go to a four year school 
to learn about the absence of gravity, you would know what gravity was by its absence. You would. And you will know what selfing is by its absence. You will know that was the problem, and hallelujah, because it's imaginary then. If that's the real problem, it's imaginary. Hallelujah. Then how long does solution take to, to set up? Not any time at all, because there was nothing that has ever interrupted it. The problem was only being seen from the solution in a distorted manner. The solution was giving reality to it based on an identification as what it's not. Once that's seen through, it, it, it extracts the reality it was giving to self, and you see, it was imaginary. It wasn't like it was so potently powerful in my life, and I finally vanquished it. No, you realize it's always been you. If you would have gotten a larger view of the doll, there would have been you <laughs> blowing it up all day. I swear to God, if the camera opened up and you saw more of the shot, you'd be there. This little tube. And the thing's full of holes, it's leaking all day. That's why the head is constantly, constantly running a narration of you, about you, all day in your head. It's so unso, it has to make up time to seem to appear to be so. It can't, it has nothing to stand on in this moment, so it remembers you yesterday and tomorrow as a body. So therefore, it feels like you're a body now. Do something you love that gets broken, then you're totally in the moment, or in sports they call it the zone and this and that. It's, all that is is that you forgot self. You stopped blowing the doll up. You, got, you, you became disinterested in it because the surf was so interesting or something you were doing was so interesting. You lost interest in all the mechanisms that are reinforcing this idea of being a self and it has no legs to stand on other than the ones you give it. Then, let's see, the self thing erects itself again, claims the, its absence, and says, oh, I had this incredible spiritual experience of non-self as me. And then fucking book sales go up, signing up to retreats goes up, intensives just spring up everywhere, and you find there's so many people just like me. It's the same aberration of mind representing itself over and over again called spiritual seeking. Soon it will be a disease, just like alcoholism is. Soon they'll have meetings, 12-step meetings, to get over spiritual seeking. There'll be people that will, you know, come into a satsang and say, sorry, you gotta come. No more. We've been watching you, you've been coming to too many of these. No more DVDs. Put them down, put the DVD down. Come on, don't argue with us. Let's go. We're going to go Walmart. We're in the game now. Come on. No more, you know, care times. There's no fine with that, but you see, it's going to happen because this illness will be recognized. It's the same, same, mind doing the same, same, claiming the same thing. It doesn't, you would think it would have respect. You would think it would have respect, you know? People are so surprised sometimes when they hear a woman who has alcoholism and how they left their kids. It, it will override any instinct that's been placed in the programming. Alcoholism. It'll make you do what you would never fucking think you would do. And that's just a minor player. Selfing's much more powerful than alcoholism. Selfing has alcoholism. The selfing has claimed alcoholism. 
I mean, the alcoholism hasn't claimed the selfing. The selfing has claimed alcoholism. You think that's the big bad wolf. The bigger, badder wolf is selfing. Because it becomes the alcoholic and then it becomes the recovered alcoholic. <laughs> it could swallow up that. The same thing that was yapping in your head before you were sober is still yapping now that you're sober. It's just changed its tune. But if you listen to the chords, it's the same theme. In a gada de vita, baby, you can hear it. It sounds familiar. You know, you're being berated for not going to enough meetings, just like you used to be berated for whatever else when you were out there using. It's the same same. It just changes. It's like, you know, it's a lounge singer now. You know, whatever. It's, you know, it's changed. But it just adapts to whatever it claims, you know. So selfing, to me, is the real root of the problem. And you know what? I'm telling you, it's imaginary. And when you start seeing it as not you, what will happen is, quickly or slowly, the interest that is being put into it will start being extracted from it, and you'll see what seemed to be such a real tiger as a paper tiger. And it wasn't like it was a real tiger and then suddenly turned into a paper tiger. It was disguised as a real tiger by your distortion, by your ignorance. When you wake up, when you light up, you'll see it for what it is, and it ain't. One of the best things that ever happened in this little event for me is I lost the, in- I, I, the need to be liberated was, I was relieved from. The need to be liberated was, was lifted off of me. Yes? The action figure is the only thing that needs to be liberated. But it, the best liberation and the only liberation is from it. Not for it, as it, or by it. We're trying to be liberated as it. We're waiting for it to manifest the great awakening. It may never manifest the great awakening. Don't wait for the body to comply. Entertain these ideas and see what happens. That's what happened to me. My mind got taken for a ride and it's never gotten out of the car. (laughs) And there's like taxi with a big plexiglass. I can't even get to the driver's side. I can't even get there. I'm a fucking passenger. (laughs) And you know, maybe you argue and you try to open the doors or after a while you just say, hey, fuck it, it's pretty good. (laughs) Probably a lot lighter with him driving. (laughs) I think I'll stay here at the back. Watch things go by. Oh, yeah, hey. Yes, no. <laughs> if it could, as they say, if it could happen to non me, it could happen to any non use. <laughs> and the great news, it didn't happen. Just, it's got us, it's bleeding out of every one of us. From if you want inside-out terminology, it's like leading out from the back of the canvas. We're so sure what we are, we're just trying to add and subtract things. Yeah, it's very hard to erase something like an oil painting, oil. Yeah, but this way is questioning that, and then life starts expressing from the back and just sort of like creeps out of the canvas, pushes the other, all the other colors and sort of makes them more liquidy and then they get rearranged, yeah? 
your old ideas, how you think things were or are going to be, they all get muddied and then they come out in a much more beautiful way. And there's a surprise element because you'll never be, you'll never, it's I know, I know isn't the big prize anymore. It's I'll find out is the big prize. It's a living event, you know, an alertness because you really never get to the end of anything. You just see it unfolding and unfolding and unfolding, yet you've never moved. You're never unfolding. You're just this, this is this blaring, incessant on this. Yeah? And it's what's, and then in, what's appearing is just unfolding, unfolding, migrating, tons of shit. But you're that stability that you've been sincerely looking for out here in this unstable place. You've been looking from it the whole time. You know, the reliability isn't, isn't going to be found in a person or a place or a thing. It's going to be found in what you are. Because it never came or went. It doesn't move like an accordion with degrees, bigger or smaller. It's not in any time because it's already complete. So it's not in a process of completion, which would take time. It's not looking up for crescendo. It's always the crescendo is the norm. Yeah, it has a whole different flavor that is I found by it becoming influential here is probably what's needed the most. This flavor, but the flavor isn't from here. You're not going to get it in this world. You're going to get it from the otherness of what we are. Yeah, we're, in other words, we're going to bring it into our lives. We're the light that we're hoping to find on the paths. We're the illuminating quality of every path. The path doesn't illuminate us. It just allows the light to, to give permission to itself sometimes. Some people have to jump through hoops to feel okay. Yeah. So. There's a guy I used to see in India... And anytime someone new was there, he'd say, do you have a place to stay tonight? Have you eaten? Because if you weren't, you know, then he'd say, you should, don't even listen to these talks, you know. Just get taken care of first. So if people are in jail or they're having trouble staying sober, maybe they should just do what works with sobriety. Get the mind-body mechanism tamed. Yes, and then but then you then the attention interest can get freed and start going where it wants to go. Right now, it's beholden to the body mind, and if the body mind is up to, to its necks and shenanigans. It's going to be too agitated to really. I mean, I never met, I never had a drive to meditate after shooting coke. It never it wasn't like a good match to me, you know. Ping, oh, uh, all right. I got my, oh, I'm late to my meditation class. I better do another one. <laughs> you know, it, just, it doesn't really go too well together. You know, I mean, to me, the quiet life is, is supportive of entertaining, in a sense, you know. Not, not something, Mr. Hederman, <laughs> please come out without any, without a, <laughs> don't fucking fight us, come in. I once got one after 11 years sobriety. I got a letter from New York saying from the Red... Uh, what was that thing called? Uh, something squad, like when you run away from a situation. They wanted me to give myself up. Go <laughs> back to New York. They had this thing right on the envelope. The something squad or the... Uh, when you're running from the law. 
not a refugee, but a something. Well, it had a great name. And, they, and they, they said, oh, you're in a lot of trouble, and you should come back. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm buying the ticket right now. <laughs> let, me, let me call United while I'm reading. <laughs> I'll fly to Mineola and just do my job on Monday. <laughs> solution to all this, you know, if you ever get a sense of what you really are, if you follow everything back, it always ends to you, yeah? You've given everything the meaning it has. Not one thing has given you any meaning unless you gave it the ability or the power to give you meaning. You and I gave everything all the meaning it has. Everything that appears in front of us, we're the reality to and when we look at the left, everything that appears to left us, we're the reality to. Everything to the right, we're the reality to it. We're the only reality there is. The seeker is the sort. You are what you're looking for. What's looking is what you're looking for. All these little sly statements, they're just pointing to the fact. You are what you've been looking for this whole time. The seeker is the sort. The only reality is what's looking right now. Yet that reality can never be seen. No matter how many times you try to see it, you'll never see what's looking. Ever. You'll never see what's looking. Even if you go, oh, I'm really interested. You don't, you know, you know, try to fake it. You'll never get, you know, oh, there, I caught it. I saw it. You know. You're never going to see it. You're never going to hear it. Because you're it. Everything else you can see, hear, feel, taste, and touch. Because you're playing the game that you're not in. But you've given this it a special meaning. you know. But no. This is being seen at the exact moment that you're seeing that body. That body is seeing this body. Yet, as great Master Wang Po says, whatever can be perceived, these bodies cannot be perceiving. So what is that which is looking is not what you're looking at. It's what's looking. And it's never gonna be it's never gonna be seen. It's never gonna be felt, it's never gonna be tasted, it's never gonna be touched. Yeah? You can sense its presence. But you're never going to see it because it's what's seen. Yeah? The eye, like they always used to use, can't turn around and see the eye because it's busy seeing. Yeah? What's cognizing can't be cognized. It's the cognizing. The seeing can never become an object to the subjectivity of seeing. All there is is the subjectivity of seeing. That's a, making all these objects seem to appear. But it can never be cast as an object, as the seeing. It can appear to be objects, but it can never be seen. Because it's what's seen. 
That's why St. Francis said, what's looking is what you're looking for. I mean, how, how, you can't get it even, you can't package it even in a smaller, more concise package than that. What's looking is what you are looking for. How could that fucking be? Exactly. That's the head trumping its own relatives, yeah? How can it be that? Why would I fucking spend all these years, so here's where the investment comes up. Fuck, I'd be a real fool if I fucking finally realized. It would bring, it would make this whole world totally irrelevant. That would be I took so seriously. Jesus Christ, I took it that seriously. Oh, I can't give that fucking, oh, well, yes, all right. Well, I'm going to keep looking for the truth because it's really safe. It's really safe way of hiding the truth that I am that which I'm looking for. <laughs> I'll just get busy looking for it. Yeah. Well. All right, that's it. I wish I could boo a gala. We should have some fireworks the last Wednesday for a couple of weeks. I'll be here. Who knows? It's like it's like lovers departing. I don't know. They'll never see you again. <laughs> I was going to say this after the donation, but I thought it would affect the donation. <laughs> I was saying it before. And maybe it would promote some kind of giving. Some kind of giving, not the giving of the Spirit, which I know you're totally doing, but the giving of a hand in a pocket. You know, you know demonstrating. Demonstrating some, some gratitude for my incredible fucking... Service. <laughs> what possible difference could it make if you're here or not? <laughs> <laughs> oh, what? The, what? What? <laughs> I take a, take offense at that. <laughs> I don't like that one. Yeah, this is no question Wednesdays. We're having no question Wednesdays for quite a while. <laughs>